Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And with help from Albertsons, it doesn't have to be the most stressful. Stop in for great deals on holiday favorites so you can stretch your budget and celebrate more. Pick up fresh, boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, just $1.59 a pound when you buy a value pack of three pounds or more. And get General Mills cereal 10.7 to 13 ounces, selected varieties, $1.57 when you buy two. Tastier meals, sweeter deals, happier holidays. Albertsons, it's just better. What's happening over in Houston? Why isn't Ty Lawson fitting in? Can the Rockets salvage this season? The only question left is, say it with me, you win. Hey sports fans, Coach Nick here and welcome to the D-Ball Breakdown Podcast and I'm pleased to have on Jenny Dial Creech, who is a Rockets reporter for the Houston Chronicle and is, you know, I guess embedded knee deep into what's happening in Houston. So, Jenny, thanks for joining us. And I thought we could jump right in with talking about what Mikhail was saying. Uh, we had actually uh, released that as a, as, a, as a Twitter video, what, his frustration uh, the other night after the game. So can you give us some insight into what he was talking about as far as communication versus just you know, executing? Yeah, you know, his big thing is he's done having heart-to-hearts with this team or pep talks or, you know, let's go get them guys moments. He, you know, he says they're they're doing all those things. They're talking. Now he needs to see it executed on the court. Um, and one of their biggest problems and, and the thing that I think is driving him the most crazy from where he sits is the fact that they're just not communicating defensively. It's a little better when Dwight Howard's in. Uh, than when he's out, but it's still not there all the way, no matter who's on the court. So they have these coverages and these schemes, but no one's talking to each other, and you can just see all the breakdowns defensively on the court. And I just I think that Mikhail is just – he wants to see the execution actually happen. They can go over and over and over these things. But at some point, the guys have to do it on the floor every night. So, you know, I don't know if you've heard, but certainly when you're on Twitter enough, uh, you get these winds of Mikhail uh, criticism about how he doesn't really coach. Um, and so, you know, because my, my concern here is, and it touches upon perhaps Ty Lawson's fitting in, is that it sounds like there needs to be offensively, because, you know, while the defense certainly is a problem, they're almost last in defensive rating, their offense is, you know, below average. Um, so the question here is, does this require – some sort of readjustment of how they like to attack to make Lawson fit in better. Yeah, right now Lawson doesn't really fit into what they're doing because 
like you can't you can't knock the Rockets for getting Ty Lawson because of what they got him for was I mean it was nothing. You have you have to make that trade <laughs> obviously when it's available. Mm-hmm. That being said, they wanted to strengthen the backcourt of the Rockets and give James Harden some help. But they went and basically got a different version of James Harden. He just doesn't seem in sync with the rest of the team. Now, granted, the rest of the team isn't in sync, so then you're trying to put in a new piece, and, you know, that's never going to work. Um, you mentioned their three-point shooting. I think it's really interesting because that's what this team was known for all of last year, being able to play quick in transition, uh, drive and kick and hit, you know, not always hitting a lot of threes, but they weren't afraid to take them. Uh, and this year you've just seen it's almost like they're walking the ball up. They're, it's definitely slower moving. And then I really just don't see the backcourt of James Harden and Ty Lawson actually sitting well together. And maybe it's because they're so similar and they do so many of the same things well. Maybe the mixture of the two isn't quite working yet. They have to get used to each other. Uh, they're both really good ball handlers. They're both really good at at being on the ball. Neither one of them are t- terrific off the ball players, and one of them is going to have to be for that duo to work in that backcourt. So, you and you can see that they're not the backcourt doesn't look like it's flowing nearly as well. If you look at the Rockets last season, the things that they did so well were moving quickly, playing you know having a, a high pace of play. Um, you know, being able to, no matter who was on the floor, whatever lineup they had, they were good in transition. They took a ton of threes, didn't make all of them, but they didn't care as long as they were sort of filtering through their post players. And now it's just, it's very, it's almost like they're walking up the court. It's a slower moving team. And that's not what they want to do. They want to be quick. I think that they've got to figure out, you know, who's going to handle the ball more because, Offensively, last year, obviously the biggest thing for the Rockets was James Harden just going off left and right, and we really have not seen that from him. I mean, he started that game on Saturday against the the Mavericks over eleven, and the and the shots he was he was taking just didn't make a lot of sense. The shot selection just wasn't there. So, you know, essentially he was the point guard last year. If you look at the Rockets last year, James Harden was running the offense in every single game. So now you're bringing in Ty Lawson and telling him to do that. How did those two pieces fit together? And they're going to have to figure that out if they insist on starting them together and having that be, you know, sort of the core of this team, that backcourt. Yeah, you know, it's funny because the starting five uh, isn't terrible, the net rating. It's, it's, it's okay. Um, and I, I believe that there is a solution here somehow because right, I think the biggest issue you're going to find is that Harden might have 30 or 40, 30% of his possessions are now not started with the, with the ball on top. And that is certainly mm-hmm. an adjustment. So well, my question to you is, you know, in order to make a lot of threes and the way they do it, it for me, it feels like you've got to be in a really positive frame of mind, right? You've got to be a carefree, not, <laughs> yeah. not much bothering you. You've got to be a fun team to play together with. So it, when you're on the, you know, right there and observing these guys, are there issues that you're seeing between, you know, with relationships and how they're communicating with each other that is negative or is not conducive to, you know, a positive atmosphere? You know, I mean, it is right now, but I don't think any of it's personal. I think they're all in a, in a bad place because they're losing. Um, you know, and Trevor Reza talked about that this morning as shoot around, like this isn't who we are. This isn't what our personalities are like. 
But when you're down and you're losing and you're ho- you, you're coming into this season, hopes are so high, and then these are the results you're getting. Uh, you know, I think that these guys genuinely all like each other. I think that there's a good amount of veterans on this team, and I'm I'm a big believer in that that can make a big difference in sort of the whole idea of, like, getting your head together, moving forward. Uh, you know, and the older guys with more experience are better at doing that, and, and the Rockets have a lot of those. I, I think that they all genuinely like Ty Lawson. You know, I, I think that he's a guy that they like having around. He fits in that locker room really well. All that being said, none of them are in a great place right now because they're losing. So they're going to have to at some point be like, look, we lost this game. We're 10 games in the season. We, we've underachieved. Let's move forward. Or, yeah, like you said, you're going to just see those breakdowns continue to happen. And they've got to be able to communicate better on the floor uh, when Dwight Howard's not in. You know, and James Harden's going to have to really pick that up. Um, and then, you know, I mean, the other thing is it had, they have these injuries with their bigs, and they're they're trying to give Dwight Howard some rest. He's fine, but he's at a stage in his career where you want to watch his minutes and, and try to save him as much as you can. We've got Donatus Moni units out. He should be back at some point. He had that back surgery late last year. Um, you've got a rookie in Montrez Harrell who's playing a lot. Even Terrence Jones, who missed a few games because he had a lacerated eyelid. But I think he's looked very good in the last two games. So hopefully he can get some of that going a little bit more. Um, but I, you know, and then Clint Capella, who's almost a rookie. I mean, he played like 14 games last year, but he's still a young guy. 20 years old or whatever so you kind of need that in the post like you need a good talker a good communicator and when Dwight Howard is in the game their defense looks a lot better and a big part of that is because you see him talking and you see him getting the guys to pay attention to what they're doing and someone else is going to have to do that and in fact not just someone else several others (laughs) are going to need to start doing that if their defense is going to get to where it was. You brought up how they're managing Dwight Howard's minutes. So, like, can you give us an overview of what the plan is for the season as far as is he going to be sitting just whole games on back-to-backs and then, or, like, full games? How is that going to work with them? I don't think he'll sit out on every back-to-back. I think while it's early in the season, they want to try to do that when they can. Um, so, I mean, and, and I think the way that the, they've had two back-to-backs so far and the way they've been laid out, it's worked out fine because one team – that they've played, it's fine. Like this past week, it's fine to to go small against Dallas. They had a lot of success going small against Dallas in the playoffs, for example. So that's a game that technically you could rest Dwight Howard. But I think the schedule is going to sort of determine. Um, he's He's been feeling good. He hasn't had any swelling with that knee that gave him so much trouble last year. So I, I think health-wise he's pretty good. I think that they're just being careful uh, because of last year, because of everything that happened last year, and you don't want him to be a guy that you're without for, you know, a good amount of time. So when they can sit him, they will. I don't think that's going to be every back-to-back. They have not said, you know, Mikhail has never said he's just going to miss one game of every back-to-back. But so far the schedule has kind of allowed them to look at the team they're playing and say, well, this is a game where we could use our small lineup, which the Rockets have done a lot over the last two seasons anyway. So when they're going to go to that anyway, if you can give the big guy a rest, I, I think the theory is that you might as well. For sure. Now, can, is there a specific date when Moda Eunice is coming back? 
we don't have a date yet, but he is, um, I mean, at practice and stuff, you can see that he's doing a lot more. I think once they can get him out there doing some a little bit of five-on-five, five, they'll put him back in. Like, I think the day he practices five-on-five five again, uh, he'll they'll start incorporating him little by little back into games. But that's the, I mean, that'll be the big thing now. He's been working on his conditioning and getting back in that direction. Now you want to see if he can take on some contact. And as we all know, you've got to just be extra careful with those back injuries and make sure the player is ready to come back because that's one you just don't want to mess with. Uh, It can be re-injured so easily. So they're just being cautious with him. I know he, I mean, he's itching to play. So um, (laughs) he's working really hard to get back out there. Sure, I, I'm sure he can just look uh, right next to him, the locker next to him, at Dwight to ask what it's like to have to come back from a back surgery. So, for sure, mm-hmm. uh, I, it's probably prudent to, to do that. Now, the last question is, uh, you know, what we talked about a number of things here. There are some issues on both sides of the court. So, you know, what is the one thing, if you had to identify, like the big one thing that you'd say is going to turn the season around and get them back to where they were last year? I mean, I think – I personally think that James Harden has to get back to being James Harden. I think I think he was almost as much uh, as much as everyone had a lot to say about him last year. I still think he was a little underlooked and underappreciated for what he did for the Rockets last year cuz they had so many injuries and he carried them in so many games and he had that ability, and I would just watch night after night, and it was astonishing sometimes that you just knew he would take over. And um, I haven't seen that James Harden yet this year. And it it might be because there's a different backcourt. It might just be a situation where he's got to get back in the swing of things. I mean, last year he came right off of winning a gold medal with the U.S. team, you know, riding that high right into the season, and maybe that really helped him just kind of start off with a bang, but he uh, he just hasn't looked like that guy. I I haven't watched the Rockets and felt like, oh, it's okay. James Harden's just going to take over right here. You don't get that feeling with him at all. And I think for me, that's the that's the single-handed one thing that I think if he turns it on, those guys will rally behind him and do the same. Well. Well, fantastic stuff. I think that's uh, really accurate there, especially because he's shooting uh, more than 12% lower as, from it than his career from three. And that simply is going to change. I think we all agree on that. It's, he will start shooting better. And, um, you know, the three-point ball is so important. And, uh, you know, even a point change and where he is mm-hmm. now is probably going to equal, you know, a couple different wins that, that they've already lost in the past. So um, great stuff. I can't thank you enough. Tell us where can we find you uh, when we're up on Twitter looking for information on the Rockets? Oh, def- definitely. It's just at Jenny Dial Preach. And okay. I'm, I'm well, on there all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> You certainly are. It was not hard to uh, get a response when I tweeted <laughs> you out. So thank you so much for, uh, for coming on. Uh, we hope to have you back in the future for a little longer segment and uh, get deeper on when they, when they are doing better. Okay, yeah, definitely. Anytime. Thanks for having me. You got it. And uh, don't forget, sports fans, the B-Ball Breakdown, not a channel, we're a conversation. You in? Are you in, Jenny? I'm in.
When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like Swedish techno confusing. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to Geico.com and you could save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know. Dance with me, purple cow. I like your moves. This holiday season, AT&T is giving away $25,000 just for telling them what great LG products you want this year. Stop by a participating AT&T store and snap a selfie holding up the LG products you want to get, like the LG B20 with 5.7-inch HD display and direct TV app to watch live TV. Then share your selfie on Twitter or Instagram with hashtag Here's What I Want Sweeps or upload it to Here's What I Want Sweeps.com for a chance to win $25,000. No purchase necessary. Click the banner for rules and a list of participants. Participating stores.